Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this evening we're going to wrap up our series that we titled Thanks and Giving as we've been focusing on giving thanks to God. Giving thanks to God in all circumstances, in all situations. Giving thanks to God for the great big blessings that He gives to us to the tiny blessings that we often forget about day after day. I'd encourage you, if you're watching this live stream later on YouTube or listening to the podcast, you know, if you're here in person, if you have a sheet of paper or something, you can take some notes, because we're going to give you five prompts a little bit later in the service to kind of challenge you to kind of think through this about what it means for us to live this life of thanks and giving. Well, as we talk about this, we wrap this series up, this thanks and giving series. You know, this has been an unusual year. It's been a difficult and challenging year. And so I think one of the most powerful psalms for us to pray through and to work through and to reflect on when we are feeling maybe stressed or anxious, maybe uncertain, overwhelmed, tired, abandoned, uh, maybe even abandoned by God, is Psalm 136. Psalm 136, because those words are so powerful. So beautiful. As we consider what this year has been like, again, you know, we've had the sense of stress in in our community, in our families, even our nation, a sense of distrust and disunity to the stress and anxiety and the uncertainties and some of the fear maybe that we've wrestled with with COVID. It's been a difficult time. And we focus on these words because we find that when God's people, as we look at Scripture, when they were facing difficult times, the best way they could pull themselves out of that difficult, you know, kind of contemplation and focusing on what they were wrestling with was to look back to see what God had done, who he was, and his love that endures forever. His steadfast love, his loving kindness that never, ever ends. And so we have in this 26-verse psalm this litany of remembering God. Remembering who God is and what God has done. And this beautiful refrain, his love endures forever. That refrain, his love endures forever, shows up in the scriptures 45 times. And of the 45 times, 26, so more than half, are right here in Psalm 136. And I encourage you, because we're going to focus just on those first three words, it's an easy psalm to read, it's not that long. Go ahead and read through that this week. Spend some time reflecting on who God is and what God has done. 26 times we hear those words of God's unending love. And that 26-verse refrain, it focuses on God's creation. It takes a look at, at God who created this world and the blessing of living in His created world and all that He continues to provide for us like our daily bread. That the God who rescues us I mean, his people saw him rescuing them so many times, but the big rescuing, the big saving event that they would focus on was when God brought them out of slavery in Egypt, out of the hands of the Pharaoh, and rescued them from slavery. Then God was leading them. He led them through the wilderness, through all those difficult and challenging times, that God protected them and defeated their enemies, that God gave them this promised land, this land of their inheritance, and that God was a God of remembering, remembering his promises, even when his people forgot 
about him. Remembering his love, even when his people failed to love one another and failed to love him. God's love endures forever. And the psalm was often used in a kind of a worshiping chant. So you kind of imagine like here in, in church, like a lot of churches, you got one side over here and one side over there. So you might have the Levite, the priest up on this side and one on the other side. And they kind of go back and forth. Think of more like if you are on one side of the stadium here in Lincoln, Nebraska at a Husker game and folks are on the other side and, you know, we would be shouting out, go Big Red! And then everyone else would shout out, go Big Red, right? And you kind of get that excitement going and this was kind of this idea that excitement was building of reassuring one another of who God is and all that God has done for us, that his love endures forever. So not only to rehearse this on it, you know, regular basis, but especially when they were facing challenging times. This is also a psalm that was often part of the Seder meal, the Passover celebration. So that means that Jesus likely used these words of Psalm 136 when he was gathered with his disciples, his followers, in the upper room. Imagine as Jesus said those words with his disciples, his love endures forever, and he knew. He knew that the greatest expression of that, that enduring love, that steadfast love, that loving kindness, that mercy that God gives to us was going to be in his life given for us at the cross. God's love that endures. God's promise of love fulfilled in Jesus. His love for the world and his love for you. I think each verse can be easily personalized to offer our own thanks. So again, if you've got paper or pen, if you've got an iPad or something, you want to you know, jot these down, that we're going to have five prompts to kind of get your thinking. That's really what this series has been about. Because again, I think as we face these challenging times this year, and as we look to next year, hoping it's a little bit better, but not knowing exactly what all we'll face, is that it's an opportunity to think through and process and remind ourselves that God is with us, that God loves us. So here's your first prompt. Your first prompt is this here. Dear Lord, I admire that you are, so kind of like fill in the blank. Dear God, I admire that you are, and then, you know, what is it that you admire about God? As I think about myself, you know, one of the things that I admire about God, especially as I look at this year, because as the pastor, I am not immune to the challenges that we have faced, the, the sense of anxiety and uneasiness and, and the division that, you know, we feel in our families and our communities. All of that's been part of my 2020 as well. And I admire that God is a God who is with us. And I sometimes forget that. And it's good to be reminded, to remind myself of that as a pastor, to remind God's people of that, that God is a God who is with us. Because it's so important for us to know that we are not alone. Sometimes we feel like that. Sometimes we feel like we are the only one. And God so often reminds his people, and he continues to remind us that he's not alone. So whatever, whatever that may be for you as a prompt, dear Lord, I admire that you are and fill in that blank. Make it personal. Make it your admiration of who God is. All right, here's your second prompt. God, my creator, I appreciate the beauty of your creation in, and fill in the blank. So God, my creator, I appreciate the beauty of your creation in, and whatever it may be that you just appreciate about God's creation. 
God gave us this wonderful world to live in. One of the things that I particularly think about this time of year, because growing up in Arizona, you know, you had the season of hot and the season of not quite so hot. And, and the fall season, it, 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 it just went kind of brown and dry. Like the grass felt like you were walking on needles if you were walking barefoot. But here in, in the Midwest and other parts of the nation, the world, fall is a beautiful time. I mean, the, the autumn colors, the leaves are so, so beautiful. Now, I know most of them are gone now. They're, you know, on our lawns if you haven't raked them up or mulched them up. But it's so beautiful. Even this morning, it was a crisp morning to go for a morning jog. And I just enjoyed going for that morning jog, enjoying God's creation. You know, even as the season is changing, to see the sun rising, a beautiful sunrise. Spent a few moments looking at the beautiful sunset this evening to admire this world that God has granted us to live in. And that all that he gives to us in this created world. So your first prompt was, dear Lord, I admire that you are, fill in the blank. The second prompt, God, my creator, I appreciate the beauty of your creation in, fill in that blank. Here's your third prompt. Lord Jesus, I especially thank you for delivering me from, and then fill in that blank. But I'm going to challenge you, as you think about this, Lord Jesus, I especially thank you for delivering me from, don't be generic here. Don't just say sin. Yeah, that's obvious. Yes, he did. He's delivered us from sin. But make it personal. Maybe especially think about this year, because this year has been an unusual year. We've had divisions with some family and friends on social media, and maybe there's a way that you've not handled that well, or, or maybe you haven't handled the pandemic and the, the stress and the anxiety, and, 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 and you've got to be honest with God about that. Maybe you, know, as you think about how God has delivered you because you grumbled about wearing a mask. I don't like wearing the mask. It's not any fun. You know, or some of these other things that we've done to adjust to this year that you make it personal. As I think about this year, I think there's some ways that I've not been the best at handling some of the stress and, 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 and feeling some of the friction sometimes with those that I'm closest to because we've been a lot more time together. That yes, he delivers us from our sins, but maybe especially this year as you reflect back this year, what especially do you give him thanks for delivering you for? And even if that means he has delivered you, forgiven you of that sin again and again because once he's delivered you, doesn't mean that we sometimes don't go running back to that sin because we're like, well, the people we read about in God's word. They sin, they say, God, forgive us, God forgave them, and they go running back sometimes to that same sin. And God continues to deliver us, continues to forgive us. All right, so we've had three prompts so far. Dear Lord, I admire that you are. Second prompt, God, my creator, I appreciate the beauty of your creation in Third prompt, Lord Jesus, I especially thank you for delivering me from, and our fourth prompt, Heavenly Father, I especially thank you for providing me with, so Heavenly Father, I especially thank you for providing, providing me with, and you know, fill in that blank. What are you especially thankful that God has provided with you this year? Uh, maybe it's, it's, it's a home, maybe it's good health. Maybe it's a mask. You like wearing the mask. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, for me, I look and say, I especially thank God for providing me with my best friend, with my wife, with, with my family. And, you know, I, I especially thank God that I have that family to be with. I thank God that he's provided me not only with, with my family, with some friends, and even though it's harder to connect this way, you know, I thank God he's provided me with a congregation, the people that we connect with. Again, it's a little harder this year. But I also thank God that he's provided me with technology like, you know, Zoom and Facebook and things we can do live stream with. 
mean, tomorrow morning, our hope, if everything goes well, our family, the Irwin family, is going to gather together for a little while on Zoom just to say hi to each other and connect with one another. And I'm thankful that he's provided us with that kind of way of connecting. All right, so four prompts we've had so far. Dear Lord, I admire that you are. God, my creator, I appreciate the beauty of your creation in. Third prompt, Lord Jesus, I especially thank you for delivering me from. Fourth prompt, we just had, Heavenly Father, I especially thank you for providing me with. And here's your fifth and final prompt. It's a lot like the first prompt. God of heavens, I admire that you are. God of heavens. I admire that you are, I admire that you are God. I admire that, I mean, as I think about this, and maybe it seems like an easy out for this one, I admire that you are a God of love. Because I know I have not always loved like I should love. I know that I have failed again and again. This year, like I have a lot of other years in my life. Well, every other year of my life, yes. And God continues to love me. But his steadfast love, his loving kindness, his mercy, his grace, it endures forever, for all time. So there's nothing that I can do, there's nothing that I, can, that I would ever fail to do, that you or I could ever fail to do or do that would make God love us any more or any less. He loves us unconditionally. He loves us eternally. He loves you. In Jesus. So let's say those words. This, this refrain that we find 40 times, five times in Scripture, 26 times in this psalm. Let's say these words together. His love endures forever. His love for you endures forever. You know, we've had this challenge as part of this series, and often, you know, we have a series of challenge changes, you know, from week to week, but we've kept this challenge for the entire series. I don't know challenge you to put this into practice if you haven't already done so or if you've kind of been a little haphazard that's okay too but put this into practice the rest of this year because it's been a challenging year it's going to be a challenging year and even as we get into the new year to help us focus on who God is and, and the things that he provides from us from the greatest Jesus to the smallest like the colors of beautiful fall every day from now until the end of the year Find one thing you are thankful for. Every day from now until the end of the year, find one thing you are thankful for. Give thanks and praise for the God of God. His love endures forever. I believe putting this into practice, just like God's people have done throughout the centuries, will help us. It will help us to give praise and thanks to God, whose love endures for all time, forever. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for this love that endures forever. We thank you for your love. Lord, sometimes, sometimes we are forgetful that you do love us, that you are with us. Lord, help us. As we put some of these things into practice, these disciplines, they are a way for us to remember and to celebrate your love. That we are reminded, just as your people long ago were reminded, that you do love us. Especially the most difficult and challenging times of our lives, those moments when we feel uncertain, we're reminded of your love for us in Jesus. This we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org.
Thanks for listening. And until next time, God bless.